to At Wits In. It's the Quick Wits After Show podcast. That was Jordan Dixon on the melodica. Yeah, it was. And, I uh, thought that was his belly button. No, well, it was low enough. That's, uh, that's uh, our live version of our uh, theme song to start things off. And uh, welcome to uh, episode, I think this is episode eight. We've done a bunch of these. Yeah. Um, is it eight? Right. Yeah. Wow. We shouldn't say numbers because then maybe we, maybe we don't know. Maybe we won't put them in this order. No, I'll just now have to make sure this is eight no matter what happens. I feel like this is the Northern Exposure episode because uh, that, that's what that song makes me think of when we start out. Oh, yeah, it was cool. Dramatic. Hey, anyway, this is uh, Quick Woods. Just finished the show. I'm Bob Bedore. With me tonight we have... Jesse Marcus. Jason Wilde. Blake Haywood. And, of course, Jordan Dixon on the Melodica, who decided he doesn't want to stick around and talk to you guys. And we had, uh, man, we had a fantastic show tonight. Fun. Yeah, yeah. A huge crowd, and uh, five of them decided to stick around after the podcast. <laughs> so uh, give it up for yourself, five audience members. Yeah! I think they set out in the booth. Uh, we, had, we had 80? Wow. 81. 81 people. 81, that's... Uh, Whoa, yeah, wow. That's not bad. So, <laughs> eighty-one in the front row. Let's radio. Let's radio brag this thing up. <laughs> oh yeah, eighty-one. Were, That's we, goddamn. We right. sold so many different Starbursts. Oh man, so many Starbursts were sold. Hey, anyway, so uh, I'm assuming you're not new to the podcast, but uh, what happens? We get uh, some suggestions from the audience, and uh, we talk about it a little bit, and a scene kind of comes out of it. So uh, we've got an audience here with us tonight. Uh, guys, give us uh, some standout moment from the show tonight that you thought. Sweat. Yeah, sweat became a uh, part of, uh, it, became, it was one of the categories in yep. Jeopardy, a game we play with, um, uh, where we have uh, a category. And Blake, your category tonight was sweat or things that make you sweat. Things that make you sweat. There were also two really good pickup lines, uh, which sweat? you can use anywhere. Just go and look at someone and say, oh, you're sweaty. And, and, it's, and it, it, it picks up the women. Those of you who don't know, Blake's a perspirationally impaired individual. So that's where that I'd say it's the from. opposite of impairment. <laughs> like, he is A-OK. Like a skinny challenged. Yeah. There's always something sweaty. <laughs> so, so Blake, when, uh, so tell me, tell, tell us a little bit about, uh, so what, well, what is the thing that gets you the sweatiest? <laughs> <laughs> Probably spicy food. I don't, well, other than exercising. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you do a lot more spicy food than exercise. Well, so what if you like shovel down some salsa, then go up a staircase? That uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be pretty sweaty. Um, <laughs> well, well, you don't well, want to be going behind him. It, it, but it all has to be timed. It can't be like okay, eat the salsa and then run up. It has to be eat the salsa, let it kind of simmer for a bit, and then I have to run up the staircase, and then they'll both combine. What if you were wearing a Camelback full of pico de gallo? <laughs> You just sip it as you go up the stairs. You would look like the window of a Turkish bath. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho. All right, well, you've come here to my salon to lose weight, and uh, I think you will find that this is the most treacherous of all salons. This is... Treacherous? Treacherous because... It will test your body in ways your body should not be tested. My body generally shouldn't be tested. That's why I'm here. Well, then it'll be easy for me to test you in ways that you should not be tested. Ah, oh, jeez. No, no cheese. Jeez, I said cheese. Oh, okay. What no, are you going to do? First, you are all going to be given your body weight in jalapenos. We cut to a dark cement room in the basement of the salon. Um, everyone who's there to lose weight is at a table, and in front of them are massive mounds of jalapeno peppers. Over the intercom, you hear, 
It puts the jalapeno in its body. <laughs> Through the mouth? <laughs> Through the mouth. Okay, thanks for clarification. Uh, you you got you got you got a lot more jalapenos than me. Maybe you should just start and I'll watch. Uh, okay, okay. I, I, I like to swallow them whole. Um, <laughs> but normally I like them stuffed with cream cheese and deep fried. Can we can we do that? Uh, no, no, you have to bite them. For asking such an insolent question, um, a powerful electric shock is administered through the electric nipple clamps that each of them have on. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that, that, wasn't that was too not bad. bad. Excuse yeah. me, excuse me. I finished mine. Oh, well, uh, okay. Uh, in a moment, uh, we'll, uh, we're going to give you a little time, but then... Um... You notice when I go through the speaker, I lose my accent completely. That's I, uh, just a voice thing. I had noticed that, <laughs> yes. <laughs> losing now weight, they... losing accents. This place is amazing. Listen, I am now back in the room. <laughs> you must go up the stairs. But run. You must run up the stairs. Run? The two of you must follow after him. Okay. Do we have to finish all the poppers or jalapenos? <laughs> I started thinking of cream cheese. I'm sorry. <laughs> You can either finish all the jalapenos, or you must drink all the sweat that comes down the stairs from him. Sweat. Oh. But you got jalapenos then. Oh. Go. I'm going to stay so hydrated. Um, as the fellow starts up the stairwell, he is first fashioned with a special belt surrounded on all sides by funnels to catch the liquid that's dripping down his torso and pipe it down into a glass of water at the base of the stairs. <laughs> and that's one I'm step. thirsty fill this thing up uh, uh, pretty soon like there's um walnut sized sweat drops <laughs> rolling down into the funnels and um it begins to fill the glass at the bottom of the stairs <sighs> and three steps <sighs> he tips over unconscious and hits the stairs well, that did not go very well. Your body was tested in ways that had never been tested, and you failed. You, why haven't you been drinking? Well, I just don't know. Are these methods approved? I mean... I approve them. I'm just Look not... how skinny he is now. In death, his body has never looked so good. It does look pretty enticing. His skin is hanging loosely from his bones, and his eyes have sunken in completely. Beautiful, like I said. I do want to look like that someday. I'll do whatever you say. Please just make this happen for me. You must eat the jalapeno boy. What? <laughs> he spits out 20 jalapenos. <laughs> uh, I'm really sorry, but I, I want to make my dreams happen. But I have a family. I have a wife. Get inside of me. <laughs> Through my mouth hole. <laughs> Three hours later. Dude, I can feel your Adam's apple. Shut up in there. <laughs> um, now those, you're part of me. Hey, wait. Now I'm 300 pounds fatter. I know, but that is until you go to the bathroom. I gotta pass that guy? <laughs> you should have passed the guy going up the stairs. Good play on words and great advice for the future. <laughs> Mysterious accent changing trainer.
All right, would you mind swallowing some mints or something? It stinks in here so bad, dude. Pardon me now. You gotta live with that stench. You shit goddamn mouth. <laughs> That's up. right, no more words. Fed up of waiting so long, the man inside of him worms his hand out the bottom and goes into the back pocket for some mints anyway. Oh, Altoids. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to want that tin back. I keep my credit cards in those. <laughs> and see. <scene. laughs> I, I guess that's what happens when you start out with a seed and bot sweat. <laughs> The only place it could have gone. That was that was pretty much it. Yeah, that was pretty much. Uh, that was pretty much. That weight loss plan didn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> I said it was, you it's, know, extreme. It's the way the Turkish work. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you know, Is that what it, accent that was was Turkish <laughs> for a second? Uh-huh. Uh, I think for this next one, we should get a word or question from our uh, our studio audience, which is almost doubled in size. Oh, it's wow. grown! Wow, almost ten. <laughs> almost. Audience members, do you have a question or a word you want to shout out? Hypochondria. Oh. They're like the same thing almost. Pretty much. Well, unspellable for Blake by the same That's what he means by the same <laughs> Too many syllables. Hi- hypochondria, uh, that's, that's when you when you're, uh, always think you're sick, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, do you guys know any hypochondriacs? Um. My grandma's not necessarily a traditional hypochondriac. She's she keeps one where, saying she's got cancer. Well, no, no, it's um, she doesn't say I've got this ailment. She's the one that goes, "You clearly oh. have this ailment." So she oh. do you wake up getting treatments from her when you stay at her house? <laughs> or just, she's standing over me with an IV bag, trying to get it in my arm. Um, next comes the catheter. Well, <laughs> <laughs> He didn't wake up for that one. Pants off for grandma. <laughs> but um, she'll watch the news, which is a horrible idea for her. But she'll watch the news and she'll say, um, you get bird flu. Yeah, no, exactly. Because when the H1N1 virus came, she goes, you, do you have that? She's like, <laughs> and I'm going, no, I don't. And she was within the hour at my house checking to make sure. Does she have, does she have like, uh, can she check WebMD, stuff like that? Does she have access to it? She, she does not know how technology do at all. (laughs) It's kind of funny. Just the TV, that's all she knows. She has referred to it as the interweb, Mm. and she will call it the interweb, which is my favorite. Steven? Yeah? Yeah? Steven? Yeah, what is it? Take your medicine. I don't want to. You are a very sick boy. I'm fine. I swear. You want to come out of that bedroom? You'll take the medicine. If I, if I take the medicine, you'll let me out of my bubble. We'll see. Grandma's slipping a little tube through the bubble hole. Put your mouth on the end. I'm gonna send some antibiotics right through to you. She pulls out a large syringe, like the kind they give horses vaccines with. Grandma, I don't. Fine. Oh. I said in your mouth, not your throat. You're an idiot, just like your father. He slides back about five inches. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> idiot like your father, but throat like your mother. Now, uh, <laughs> now, are you ready for your antibiotics? <laughs> Grandma has a different way to give antibiotics. She prefers to do it bird style. First, she'll take it. <laughs> and then she... Then 
sends it bird style into uh, her grandson's mouth. Now you know, Grandma's never gotten sick, so in addition to the penicillin, Grandma likes to add a little bit of her saliva because she knows that's gonna make you a strong boy, Steven. Grandma, I don't really think that this is the way that it works. Tube in the mouth. I... <sighs> Oh, Rose, Rose, where are you? Albert? Rose, why are you feeding our grandson that way again? Grandpa is speaking from the other side of the bubble. Inside. <laughs> with his grandson. I'm, I'm coming with your antibiotics next, Albert. We, we, we told you not to feed us like this. It's not the way it happens. You know doing your Jimmy Stewart impression gives you heart palpitations? You cut that out. Oh, oh, gosh, honey. <laughs> we cut to three months later, and the two of them developed a disease that could only be referred to as Grandma in One. And soon, Grandma disease took over the nation as one by one people started becoming sick from the Grandma saliva that began to be passed on from person to person. Essentially, the bubble they were in was completely useless. Well, of course it was useless. It had holes in it for various things. <laughs> what a crappy bobble. We cut to the uh, steps of the White House where the president is in the process of declaring a state of emergency. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you that we are going to stop this. No one is going to... You need to get your medicine. Ooh. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's hit me. It's hit me. I've got grandma in one. I'm going to feed you all. As it, it spreads across the entire world. Um, the United Nations all gets together for a meeting to see how they should tackle this new um, disease menace. How, how do we get rid of this disease? We do not want it in our countries. What, what do we do? What do, we do? Do we start to bomb the United States? Excuse me. Over here. I'm the Australian ambassador. <laughs> We've heard of you. I can hunt anything. Any animal or any disease. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying that you can hunt down? Oh, Grandma is a patient zero. Yeah. Uh, you need to cure a Grandma. Yeah, it's not so simple. So in order to kill a disease, I'll have to fight it with me bare hands. We're gonna need a shrinking machine. Oh. And I'm gonna travel inside a grandma for for, for business this time. <laughs> now we, we cut we cut to the uh, Australian with the world's finest scientist, and he's getting ready to get shrunk down. All right, are you okay in there? Are you ready? I was born ready. Oh well, then you've been ready for a long time. We're sorry you we you had to wait for us. All right. Fire up the machine. This will shrink him down. Yes, master. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Transylvania <laughs> diplomat. Um, as he throws the large switch that's attached to the wall, the man shrinks down to the size of a bacteria, and then... Wait. Now we must get this into Grandma. The only way Grandma knows. Bird style. We cut to, uh, it's Grandma's house, and outside there are SWAT team members everywhere, and there's one guy that you can tell has the, uh, the tiny, shrunken Australian. Ding dong! Rolls, who's at the door? Ding dong! Rolls, Rolls. Albert, I swear to the Lord Almighty, 
I'm going to lace your next dose of penicillin with arsenic. <laughs> Shut your damn mouth. Ding dong. Hold it, I'm an old lady. Oh, hello, are you grandma? What's up with all these young men in swamp? You've won a free kiss. <laughs> I told you never to cheat on me. <laughs> if you'd have gotten healthy enough to come out of that damn bubble, I wouldn't have had to make out with this local militiaman, apparently. We cut to inside grandma's mouth. Um, the tiny Australian man is desperately trying to get his diving helmet on before he drowns in saliva. <laughs> Okay, it was a close one. You probably should have had that on a lot. We've been traveling for days. Yes, thank you, Contrero. You didn't tell me you were going to kiss her. I thought I was going in on a cupcake. We said bird style. You said cupcake, and you know you said Now go cupcake. kill her <laughs> from the inside. He begins to uh, make his way down um, her throat toward um, her stomach. All right, now. According to my little indicator... The stomach is straight down. I'm gonna slide like a slippy slide. Way plop. All right, I'm inside the stomach. Who goes there? A large bacterium comes from <laughs> behind a lump of food um, and walks toward him. We have controlled this domain for years. What are you doing here? It's an epidemic that I'm here to stop by fighting it with me knuckles. We are the epidemic. We don't have knuckles, but we do know how to fight. With our flagellum. Um, he extends his flagellum toward him in a long, dangly, whippity way. Um, it's more, it's more just irritating than actually hurting the man. All right, okay, okay, all right, stop it, stop it. For the love of God, stop it! God, it's weird, it's gross! Let's talk about this for that a second. That was my weakest flagellum. They get stronger than that. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. He grabs the flagellum um, with his hand and then rips it off of the bacterium. It's right. Joke's on you, my flagellum asexually reproduce. <laughs> the flagellum in his hand grows into a second bacteria. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> All right. Looks like I'm going to have to go straight inside. Tear out your mitochondria. You call that a mitochondria? <laughs> this is a mitochondria. Oh, you were saying my mitochondria. Your oh, mitochondria. No, no. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So he, uh, he takes a running start and dives through the uh, cellular wall of the bacterium inside. All right, how do you like this? I, I, I dislike it. Uh, hey, Archie guy. For the last time, my name's Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> we, I just wrote Ozzy guy on the thing. Hey, we forgot to tell you, we've only got about 30 seconds until uh, you suddenly, you know, go back to exercise. This is information that would have been Phenomenal to know earlier. We cut to 30 seconds later. <laughs> Grandma is um, on her way to spike her husband's medicine with arsenic when she explodes. <laughs> and we see Grandpa just rips the bubble open and walks out the front door. And bye, bye horrible woman. <laughs> and see. <laughs> wow, Australia saved the world. <laughs> They would have. <laughs> <laughs> we never knew if he survived, though. Yeah. Mm. Is the disease still out there? We don't know. No, no, yeah.
Nothing was accomplished. The best uh, final scene would have been if uh, Grandpa had clasped hands with Jeffrey and then walked off in the sunset together. That's the sequel. Well, we'll yeah. yeah, we'll edit that in. Yeah. All right. Hey, we need one more. Any uh, <laughs> any question from the audience or anybody? I have a question for or us. a word. What about just a grunt of some kind? <laughs> just a noise. Jesse's farting. You have a farting problem, Jesse? Well, I wasn't aware anyone else knew. (laughs) 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 Not a problem for me. I call it more of a hobby, but um, I don't don't know what to do with that. But (laughs) so, well, so I'll I'll tell you when we were kids. um, I don't know if anybody else had this kind of rule around the house, but um, if you farted, you had to say safety before somebody else said doorknob. Yep. If they said doorknob, they could hit you until you touched the doorknob. It was our own family way of combating um, the, the passing of gas. And my, my father actually participated in this game pretty heavily. So it was, it was a way a, of him just to hide abuse. I, yeah, I was going to say, I think it was a, a child abuse excuse. And I was like, no, he farted. It's okay. Uh, he didn't say safety. That's way better than my dad's game. He, he used to just fart, then he'd say doorknob. And then he hit just you with hit a doorknob? You. No, he just hit you. <laughs> doorknob. He was never the same after the stroke. But uh <laughs> Um no my farts are I just cast aside like nothing at my house. Well I I think all of you have met my parents. My dad mm-hmm. really likes farts and <laughs> Your your dad actually reminds me a lot of my dad. Yeah? Yeah. I wonder if they're brothers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what about you? <laughs> oh, we farted all the time. We actually had a one of those Home Alone talk boys, and we'd record our farts and slow it down to make them <laughs> <laughs> longer. And my mom, she did like nails, you know, like fingernails in our house, yeah. and we would often uh, play the recording loud enough for her and her customers to hear. Her clientele <laughs> would hear the gurgle. <laughs> <laughs> And we'd get in so much trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's my farting history. Blake's probably just 30 farts in a man costume. <laughs> <laughs> He's what happens if you tie off one of those big advertising things that flap around outside. You tie off the bottom. <laughs> Blake's a walking version of that? I'm, I'm normally very tall, actually. But it just expands. And... <laughs> I, uh, I don't presume still... Um... Even uh, I try to never fart around uh, my wife or anything like that. I try to, your marriage sounds terrible. I know. I don't know why I keep trying to do that. But uh, for whatever reason, my nine-year-old daughter, I'll fart around her all the time, and she loves it. She will laugh and laugh. and <laughs> She loves she it. She loves it. Dad, waft some of that my way. <laughs> yeah. And she'll love to do the, where's the duck? <laughs> My my daughter, my five year old daughter, now has learned to blame other people. <laughs> so she'll be alone in the corner, while I'll look over there and she go, "Dad, I'm like I'm thirty feet away." My favorite is when they're like, huh? "You say something, mom?" I used to do that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> sure, she felt loved and like you guys had a high opinion of her. Yep. All right, Sarah. Yeah. Look. We we know it's you. I don't know what you're talking about. Sarah, we're all friends here. We're 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 here because we love you. 
I don't think that's what's going on. Everything that you do, everything that you do, you blame other people. You pretend like it wasn't you when it was obviously you. That is not true. Rebecca does that. (laughs) Sarah, I, being your mother, I I wrote a letter. I want to read this letter. Dear Sarah. I heard this letter already. I know, but I want to read it again for everyone here. Rebecca already read it to me. Dear Sarah, we know it's you, and we're tired of it. We can't stand your musk, and we know that you're a better person, and we want you to be back to normal. Listen, Mom, Rebecca, Whitney, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to make me feel bad about myself. Sarah, we need to remind you once again... That there is no Rebecca. Yes, there is. No, no, you were twins in the womb. If there's no Rebecca, then who did I call a bitch yesterday? Huh? No one. Huh? There was someone. No one. It was it was the padded wall. You were calling the padded wall a quote unquote bitch. Yeah. I don't know why I would be in a padded room for the last time. Rebecca killed those people. We cut to uh, we cut to a home where a husband and wife are just uh, making dinner quietly. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what, how was your day, dear? Oh gosh, the the Peterson account's gonna kill me. I swear to you. Mm. But as long as I can come home to you and have a nice dinner, boy, that's uh, that makes it all worthwhile. Steak gonna be good for you tonight. <laughs> as long as there's dessert afterwards. <laughs> oh, you're a tiger. Hey, who's that girl outside the house in the yard? Hold on a second. Uh, All right. Uh, Can we help you? (laughs) Do you you need something? He's he's, he's fat. No, he's Rebecca. Okay, Rebecca, stop. Stop, Rebecca. One woman emerges from the bushes just yelling, stop, Rebecca, stop. Come come inside, come inside. I don't know what's going on, but we'll, we'll take care of you inside. <laughs> Thank you Get so much. You have to run from Rebecca. All right, the, Honey, doors, the doors are locked. Come hey, on what's in. What's going on? What's going on? Someone named Rebecca is after this girl. She's crazy. She made it inside. She what? points to the TV. That's, ah. that's just the TV. While they're looking at the TV, mm-hmm. she stabs the wife. Blah! Honey! Stop Re- stabbing my wife! Yeah, Rebecca! She twists the knife. Ah, honey, there's a casserole in the oven. You can eat that up. Oh, Blah! something tells me Rebecca's gonna eat that casserole. We cut to the trial now for uh, as they're as they're figuring out whether or not she'll go to jail or... Alright, uh, thank you all for attending. Uh, this is, of course, the case of uh, Stacy. Sarah. 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 Sorry. Sarah. I forgot my reading glasses. Uh, Sarah versus uh, Stephen. <laughs> Judge, uh, you've got the wrong file. I'm this sorry. Is what, it's uh, the, the state of Oklahoma versus yeah. Sarah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Murder case. That's right. Sarah's reading something about a dog. Uh, all right. Uh, are, the, are the witnesses here? Are the, and the lawyers here? Do, do we, are, is everything, uh, have we come to an agreement of some kind? Sarah has requested that Rebecca be her lawyer. <laughs> uh, okay, is Rebecca here in the courtroom? You friggin' blind, she's right there. Uh, 
Uh, Bailiff, can you find this Rebecca? Judge, this is normally where you'd let the defense have their opening statement. Uh, oh, oh, defense, uh, please, uh, you have your opening statement, please. Um, there's four minutes of awkward silence as uh, Sarah just kind of smiles every once in a while and nods at the empty space in front of her. <laughs> At the, at the end of the four minutes of silence, one of the jurors stands up and does a slap. <laughs> what in the hell is going on in my courtroom? After five days of trial and then seven days of deliberation from the jury, the judge finally comes in and renders his verdict. Okay, this was the longest and most confusing and... Uh, Remarkably, the quietest court battle I've ever seen. Um, I, I don't quite understand what was going on. I only heard one argument. Uh, uh, but I, I, I guess uh, Rebecca is uh, guilty. Rebecca's my lawyer, you fart. Uh, Rebecca... I, I'm, I'm so confused judge, by who is here. Judge, they're on to you. They know you're just a bunch of farts in a judge robe. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> wow. Uh, we had murder. We had a trial. We had insanity. Fart bag. We had, <laughs> we had from now on. Oh, fart bag. We had love. Did. It was that all there. We that had casserole. That that's like an Oscar movie right there. That should have ended with um, Sarah and Rebecca walking hand in hand off to the, in the sunset. The yeah. yeah, yeah. With uh, we'll we'll fix it in post. Okay, with, with, the, with the grandpa and, and the and Jeffrey, the Australian guy. Anyway, that was uh, bizarre. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> Bizarre. It was fun. It was exactly what you're going to get And At Wits End. And if you enjoyed it, please subscribe to At Wits End. And if you're in the Greater Salt Lake area, come see us every Saturday night at 10 p.m. at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. And you could be one of the 8 to 10 people that hung around to listen to this recording. That's right. But for now, <laughs> you can tell people that uh, you were listening to... Blake, Jason, Bob, and Jesse. And we'll see you again from At Wit's End. Bye.